My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I like this song. Yeah. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I sit in silence and find whenever I meditate. My fears alleviate. My tears evaporate. My faith don't deviate. Ideas don't have a date. But see, I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath. Bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step. As we speak, I'm at peace. No longer scared to die. Most niggas don't believe in God and so they terrified. It's either that or they be fearing they gon' go to hell. Asking the Father for forgiveness got them overwhelmed. As if he's spiteful, like the white folks that control the jail. See, I believe if God is really never judging man. Just not a little bad opening tune there by J. Cole called Change. Kind of relevant to what I'm going to come up with in this one. And welcome back to the show. Just uh, thought I'd throw a little intro in there for you. I've heard some people don't mind some intros. As long as they're relevant. I think if you throw an intro that just has good beat but has no actual depth to it and connection to what you're going to talk about, it just fucking makes no sense. So that one there is more about something I saw on Facebook this morning by a, like a master coach um, that's been around the traps for a while and some friends I know have also worked under him and received their accreditations as well. And he was talking about change and about, op, you know, ultimately in order to... Um, create change you need to do the work right and I had this analogy this morning that I was like all your roads are chaotic traffic going everywhere different directions left right turns up you know whatever hills it's all crazy right you can add as many traffic lights as you want as many roundabouts stop go signs whatever but at the end of the day the chaos is still going to be there because the other part of the corrective um, direction you're going in would be the vehicle that you're in and the way that you drive that vehicle. So roundabouts and traffic lights would suggest to me that that's you getting outside help. So you will be looking for ways to create effective changes in your life, but you ultimately need to be there as well. You can just be there. You can just show up. I've said this in previous podcasts. When I first went down this road and I was looking into some shit, I just thought that I was magically going to go to one of these awesome people and just they were just going to click the fingers and Chris you're healed like well done no I was a little bit um a little bit arrogant um at that part I've got a few friends that uh, will attest to that and you know of course it's all learning curve failure uh, more and more failure equals better and better growth um you know, it's easier to get back up all the, every time, but you've got to go that extra step forward. So once I realized that it's 100% you and another 100% outside stuff, and then, of course, when you look at the vehicle that you're in and the way you drive that vehicle and all the traffic lights and roundabouts that you will come across throughout your journey, they combined you can create the greatest set of circumstances for you to affect change moving forward. The other thing you really got to probably understand early on is that getting the right vehicle and altering your driving capabilities and looking at all the signals and signs that are that are out there and all the the help that's there. There's a level of um, mate. Well, there's a high level of maintenance that's still required throughout and forever. This doesn't go away. 
it's always going to be there. You're going to constantly be searching. And as the great coach mentioned, his name's Luke Pierce. Shout out to Luke. Um, he mentioned also that sometimes you can get stuck in all this stuff that you're, you're, you know, you're going for. You, you, can, you can get too much of it and you try to fix way too many things. So like on my previous podcast with the cleaning house, you know, one, one room, one day, one problem, one day at a time. Doing too much can be very overwhelming and you, you cast yourself too far. You'll, get, you'll lose your journey, you'll, you'll get off the road, you'll be off track and you'll start questioning everything. I've been through that because I'm trying to do a lot of things at the same time. You know, single, single parenting, building a business, uh, being sober, um, finding the positive in everything, connecting with the universe, trying to talk some shit on this podcast that is to be authentic and real uh, but also resonate with me on a personal level so therefore it doesn't come off as bullshit and then also not to mention um not connecting to imposter syndrome because that happens a bit too sometimes i want to say something and i go oh why would one of people want to hear that or whatever but i just center it back down and go i just have a love for talking so i'm just going to do it so you can imagine put all those things into a jar shake it up and it's mush so you've got to constantly reevaluate, and then some people like to go get um realignment stuff happening like reiki or um um oh, readings i guess you can say just to take what you need be careful with them you might run off with what they suggest i know i probably would be like what i'm gonna be successful when 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 um <laughs> well it's ultimately you that's got to do it but they will give you pieces and bits of information that you'll have to you know attached to your own your own journey so i just thought it would be cool because i think i did a podcast a while ago called sitting with yourself i think that was more just about being silent and sitting with yourself meditate as the song says by jay cole at the start you know sitting meditate and all your fears elevate uh if that's very true you you know it i'm sure a lot of you are probably just nodding your heads just going to understand what he's talking about because when you do have time to yourself um, you think things, um, don't ever think they're bad things, they are necessary things and if they happen enough, you know that that's the direction you need to go on to rectify, when we're one room at a time, one day at a time, try and slow it down and just have a listen and you will be able to um, not even change the vehicle you're in but maybe tidy it up a little bit. Uh, as for your driving, it's a real hard one to change. We've been ingrained with so many behaviours and beliefs growing up that they're the hardest to change, but sometimes they don't necessarily need changing. They just need understanding. So you know how to act when things happen. You know how to sort of rein yourself in. It's a it's an ongoing process. Trust me. I mean, um, uh, respond rather than react. It's a definite uh, phrase I'd like you to remember every situation you get. And uh, yeah, to react, it's it's reactive. So it's it's triggering something. Um, within you that you forces a, a reaction whereas a response means you've had enough time to sort of figure out why and then you can apply your uh, response in real time in a calm manner doesn't always work out that way but the best part is to be more aware of it as the days go on so the sitting with yourself the cleaning house the working on traffic control um in your mind, I guess that's one way I could probably put it, traffic control, uh, servicing your vehicle, constantly needing a service, 
whether you get it from um, doing more and more work uh, externally with different sources, whether it be meditation, breath work, ice, nutrition, exercise, movement, um, connection, nature, all those kind of things, uh, they will be really good. You've just got to understand why you want to do those things and whether or not it's because you're um, bored or whether or not you actually do need to deal with something and you're trying to use those things to forget the real direction that you're going through. That's what I think I did. I just wanted to jump off the deep end, go get myself a coach. Um, as I said in the past, um, Mr. Dan Garbett, if you're listening, props to you, brother. He doesn't like being called a coach as such, and I always like to say they're basically the ultimate toolbox. They have in their possession some of the greatest tools and simplest tools that we can use to uh, continue servicing, you know what I mean? Like that that's what it's all about. You're never going to fix any problems or minor adjustments it's just constant work it's constant the world is constantly changing our minds are constantly evolving so therefore technology is speeding away from us and it's going to get chaotic again and all these things that are in place are there and then there's going to be more things to be put in place and of course you need to probably adjust your driving adjust whatever vehicle you're in i'm pretty sure this metaphor is like everywhere in our life it's constantly there you know, um, cleaning your house is to declutter and um, it makes you feel better, but it's going to get dirty again. It's going to need another clean, but this time it doesn't have to be as deep. It just has to be on the surface. So you just probably need to sit there and do some meditation, breath work, and just realize you're in a good space and that you do have self-love and self-worth and value that's out there. Um, the other one too is... Internal dialogue. I've, I've seen a lot of people, and I'm, I'm, I was bad at it. My son even corrected me the other day when I'm like, I, I, was, I, I came into the shops, went a different road, and then I realized where I needed to go was at the other end, and I'm just gone, dick. And he's like, oi, dad, just watch out. Subconscious can hear you. Like, I know he's been smart, but he's fucking clever, and I love that. But I said to him, I didn't say, you dick or I'm a dick, or you dickhead, or anything like that. I just went, dick. So even then, there's a 50-50 chance that my subconscious is going to be just hearing me abuse myself with negativity. Like, it's once again, that's a reaction instead of a response. It's going to be really hard for you to figure that out. But if you were, we just think it's funny. Like, I heard a friend of mine, I know he's probably listening, and I said that um, I was getting some gear, and I said, what's the job, the reference? And I said, just put Paul. And I said, you know how to spell it because it's your name. And he's just like, terrible name. Just doesn't roll off the tongue. And I know I said it to him like, oi, calm down. Like, that's your name. And I don't mind it. I like, it's names and names. There's no such thing as a terrible name. There's no, you know, even some of the oldest names like Clementine and... Um, Beatrice and stuff like that. Even they have their their sounds that just give them an edge. It's on you, your personality. But if you say your name sucks in some way and then your brain's... Isn't that you just saying you suck? 
isn't that your internal dialogue just getting um, written in strong ink? Is that what is that what we want to do? Is that good around the kids? Do we need to be saying you dickhead or man, you're such an idiot? I'm dumb. Um, I'm having a you know you you can reword it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. It's not not do it my way, do it their way. It's find your own way and then you'll figure it out. Just know that all these little things are just building blocks for change and that's going to help you just project out something that the world just needs a little bit more of. You need it as well. Obviously, that's the first part. You need it. And once you are at a place where you're, you know, valuing all those things that you put forward, well, then your kids will be better for it and then the people around you will be better for it. And then, of course, like my man Luke Pierce said um, on his post on Facebook, it was the people that – do you ever see those people where you look at them and just go, they are completely okay with themselves? Like you just sort of go, they've just – there's something about them that, that's just – they're just projecting this aura. Well, they're the ones that have done the work and no shit, they are still doing the work. And the reason why you notice it is because it is what you want. It's what your soul needs. It's the energy levels that are there screaming for just a little bit of a refresher, just a refreshing change to move through this chaotic world that we've somehow managed to put ourselves in because we're so easily led down the road of convenience and consumerism not going to get all political on it but that's going to create a chaotic lifestyle and therefore we're going to we're going to be searching for it everyone's searching for a shit you not i am an advocate for change in the simplest way because i like to keep things simple or else it just gets too hectic i did a job for a lady the other day and she's well and truly in her mid 80s and she told me some things about her childhood and that she was already manifesting. Now, she didn't call it manifesting, but she called it a plan at the age of 9 to 11 or 12 that she was going to, at the end of this year, she was going to be here. She was not going to be in this situation that she had found herself in with her eight siblings. And it was a darker picture than what I'm saying, but she was manifesting a different future that had absolutely no alcohol in it. And I was just amazed she was called crazy by the people back in that day. They were like, you're crazy, hippie thoughts, all this kind of stuff. But you could just tell, speaking to her with what I know now and being just 40, that all the work that she was doing essentially was on the surface. It was deep, but it was still on the surface. It wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't changing the vehicle. It was sort of just changing the way she was driving but the vehicle was still very very heavy so therefore when she hit 40 and this is where our conversation sort of changed she said everything that she was dealing with at that young age came up to meet her when she was 40 and I was just amazed that she opened up in that way to me because that happened to me when I was 40 I sh just before I turned 40 I just had that I need to quit drinking this is not good for me moment um and i've said it before oprah winfrey didn't become oprah until she's 40 samuel jackson didn't become famous until he was 43 something like that a lot of things don't happen to us until midway and i think that's where all this work that we're doing you will look around at people around your age and you will see 
just that energy, that vibe that they're giving off. And I guarantee you it's because they're doing self-reflection and self-reflection will help you figure out which parts you, uh, which rooms you need to clean, which, which direction you need to go, what vehicle you need to get, how you need to change your driver's, uh, driving, driver's license. Hey, that's probably another avenue. Driving, how about the, the different route you go? Is there, is there too many traffic lights? Is there too many roundabouts? Is there too many stop signs? Should you not just want flow? Is that what you want? I, I strongly believe this kind of stuff is just getting more and more, um, uh, it's more of a taste for it now. Everyone's sort of just going, this, that change is necessary. Whether or not it's because there's so much on the internet that everyone sees that these get chaotic and just start to lose a little bit of themselves that when they speak to someone else that says, wow, I was totally at that point once and I did this and they go, wow, that sounds so cool. And it does just start with saying, oh, I did ice baths or oh, I did breath work. Have you heard of Wim Hof? Have you heard of um, Russell Brand and all of his um, meditative shit, even though he goes a bit hectic on other stuff? You haven't seen Kevin Hart's explosive bloody personality that just makes you want to look for that golden nugget or matt mcconaughey's book green lights i mean the prescriptions and uh, that he talks about within that book is is fascinating so it just i just think around this time period we're all getting we're just we're searching inside for a better way of living and it doesn't it's not it's not our, it's not as much as our external as it is our internal self that needs to to find a way to do a bit of change it doesn't have to be much there's some people out there that are absolutely fine um but you know just a little bit just to humble yourself so you're not just saying i'm completely okay because there will be there will be moments where you're just like oh that shit i keep thinking about those dreams i keep having that's some real that's some real stuff that happened or that that that's affecting me maybe i should look into that what's the harm growth how is growth harmful? Yeah, of course, confronting some of these things can be, there's a lot of fear around it, but that's, that's necessary for growth. You fear a job and when you complete it, the reward at the other end is just phenomenal and it's an internal reward. You know what I mean? Try, be careful not to go out and grab some external substance to, to reward yourself. Try and appreciate the win within uh, first, you know, uh, every time you do something awesome, another friend told me about the pearl necklace, the pearl necklace. Everything you do, everything you do that's good and everything you do that's bad or fails, there's still a pearl. You still get a pearl for one or the other. You can't have one without the other. And both of them are ultimately beneficial to experience, the good and the bad. And you get through those, you'll get pearls. And then eventually you'll get a full pearl necklace and it's connected at the other end. It's all connected. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, connected. Boom, growth. It's just something of a thing that you can wear as a metaphor, wear it on you as a reminder of your ring of power or your, or your slight little grin every time you have a little win that your body just knows every time you have that little, <laughs> yeah, good on you. And you're, you'll just get that little warm feeling it can seem a little bit crazy to begin with, but it makes more sense the more you look at other people around you and you'll see some of their posts will change and the intention behind it will be a lot 
clearer, a lot more centered on just the best for humanity, that and for themselves and for their kids and for their work, respect for themselves changes, everything changes. So once again, look up my man, Luke Pierce. Look up my man, Daniel Garbutt. He's with the Thrive Academy. Luke Pierce is just Luke Pierce, standalone. Um, you can always get external help. They will filter all the stuff down and simplify it to your well, tailor make tailor make it to suit you, but it's up to you to come to the party as well. You got to be prepared to do the work, as they are prepared to be there for you. You got to be there for them, and then you got to be there for yourself. Once you show up for yourself, then the rest is magic. You'll see. Anyway, as always, thanks for listening. I totally just twenty minutes. Don't even remember how fast uh, that was. That just went by really fast. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. You know, I love I love chatting out there, and I love the people that listen. Um, I appreciate you all, and uh, yeah, hit me for um, Q and A. If I'll put up a Q and A on the on the release of this episode, and stick around for the next one as well. Love you guys. Have a good one. Bye bye.